What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe, I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for junk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Monday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez. Clary with you. What's up, Rico? Hello. Oh, how's the weekend? It was great. Busy. It was busy. Fantastic. That's good. I'm glad. Rico had a busy, busy couple of days with volleyball. It's going to continue this week as he gets ready for his voyage to Tampa. So have you ever been to Tampa? I have not. I've been to Florida one time. Okay. I went to. Did you drive? Yes. I had a feeling you were one of those people that drove. Uh, Well, it was with. Uh, Rachel's family before we were even engaged, they okay. invited me along. So That's a that heck of great. a heck of a journey. It was. It was with, great with a family with your in laws yeah. that weren't even your in laws at yeah. the time. Well, it was the whole family. Oh my goodness! So it was. It was Take great. A big so bus? Been, uh, no, everybody was in separate cars. We had like a little train, little like, caravan, four, four cars. I enjoyed caravanning. It was fun. underrated part of family trips if it's driving. Always we got to meet up somewhere and start a caravan. Everybody should be in a caravan at least once. I agree. I agree, because then it's like, do you want the responsibility of being the lead car? I was the lead or- car one, like I like they had me drive one time, and I was like, I don't want to do this. They're like, ah, oh, you'll be fine, and so I drove. I, yeah, not a fan of lead that lead car. Yeah, wow, dang. Anyway, four zero two four six four five six eight five, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Hammond Text Line are open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the Starter Hammond Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel nine fifty one. Also at your disposal. Got a got a good show lined up today. Uh, a lot of transfer portal stuff here in the first segment. Then recap of the volleyball week that was the last couple of days. Uh, I watched all four matches on Saturday between it was Louisville, Pitt, Nebraska, Arkansas, um, Wisconsin, Oregon, and then the nightcap was Stanford and Texas. Mm-hmm. And that so didn't start until like super late. It did not start till super late. Uh, Texas won in four sets, though, on the road over number one seed Stanford. So uh, those are your four final four teams. Obviously, Wisconsin will play uh, Texas on Thursday. Nebraska will play 
Pittsburgh on Thursday as well for a spot in Sunday's championship match. But we'll dive into that in the second segment and then obviously bring in Austin for the crossover to close things out. But before we start talking about transfer portal stuff, huge shout out Delco Dave's for providing our staff with lunch as he does every Monday. If you're looking for a good Philly cheesesteak, if you're looking for uh, some delicious birch beer as well, uh, root beer, that is birch beer. Shout out to the cool looking can. Uh, It's an East coast thing. Not actual beer, not actual beer. Uh, Take, make your way over to the alley behind starter Heyman jewelers on 11th and O Uh, it's like 1140 O street, just a block East of where we're at. Mm -hmm. And uh, go check out Delco Dave's. Uh, for for that, um, gets his bread from Philly. So, so I good. mean, it's it's the real stuff. It's so good. And when you go in there, uh, wish him well. Uh, yeah. he's he's on a two game losing streak for his birds. Yeah, very big sad. Fan. Very sad. So, uh, wish him well in there. I mean, I I think it's hilarious. But um, you know, some people some people are having good seasons that yep. are that are turning bad. Some people are just having bad seasons, and they've completely checked out of football. Yeah. So uh, once me. again, uh, their their hours are uh, Tuesday from 11 to 3 and then 4 to 7 p.m. Those are the hours from on Tuesday through Friday and then Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And so plenty of opportunities to get your fill on with some Philly cheesesteaks from Delco Dave's. Uh, once again, 464-5685, the phone number to call and text. Let's dive into this, right? Because the quarterback situation is the biggest one for Nebraska currently. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle McCord and from our from good friends at Rivals, uh, Greg Smith was on a plane with Kyle McCord heading from Chicago to Lincoln. So I thought it was Omaha or Omaha, yeah, Chicago, Chicago to Omaha. Uh, so Kyle McCord is on his way for what we would presume to be in a, a visit for uh, the Nebraska corners. This is big, right? People forget, like, here's the thing. I, I, I was on my soapbox last week, kind of when the when the uh, Kyle McCord news dropped. I, I was kind of on a soapbox of, like, stop comparing him to the C.J. Strouds and Justin Fields of Ohio State. Understand the, the, the personnel that he was playing with. It was not of the Ohio State's of years past. Realize that also... He took them down and, and beat Notre Dame on the road at, at Notre Dame in prime time mm-hmm. with a minute 20 remaining in the fourth quarter. Like there was a lot of good from Kyle McCord's season in 2023. <clears throat> Excuse me. That just because Ohio State, yes, lost to Michigan and just uh, mi- you know missed out on the college football playoff doesn't mean that this is a bad quarterback, right? I, I think um, it, it's important to realize context, right? Uh, I think there's a lot of exciting pieces that Nebraska is in play for uh, both maybe names that people know and P names that maybe have not been reported by the media. Also that Nebraska's in on, um, I, I think with all this Sam Levitt, the other quarterback that Nebraska was somewhat targeting has now committed to Arizona state. Yes. So that's a big win for Kenny Dillingham in that PAC 12 school, but we're starting to see some dominoes fall, right? Blake Shapin commits to Mississippi state, you have Sam Levitt, who was a four-year guy um, or could have four years mm-hmm. to play, I should say, now committed to Arizona State with Kenny Dillingham, the former Oregon offensive coordinator. Cam Ward's kind of out of realistic uh, or is not so much realistic. Will Howard, Will Howard, same kind of situation. They haven't been in the mix for Daquan Finn. It sad. feels, it feels right, like how a, sad are you about that? I'm fine because if Kyle McCord's the guy, then I'm okay with it. But you want Daquan. Yeah, maybe it makes no. It's okay. Like you can here's you can you can be sad if DeQuan Finn is not here because <laughs> look, I agree with you. That would be very fun to have DeQuan Finn here, but I 
I don't understand, and I've also seen what you've seen. I don't understand the negative talk yeah. about Kyle McCoy. Is it just because he's transferring out of Ohio State and because he didn't have, you know, what, like 4,000 yards and 30 touchdown mm-hmm. passes at Ohio State? Like, if you look at his statistics, they're still they're solid statistics just because he was at Ohio State. We'd be jumping up for joy if he had somewhat similar statistics at Nebraska. Exactly. Like, if, if just because he was at Ohio State doesn't mean that he should have similar statistics to you know, Michael Penix or Jaden Daniels or but like mm-hmm. he shouldn't just because he's at Ohio State. I understand that it's kind of like what people view Nebraska's quarterback situation as where if you're going to have a good season yeah. as a quarterback for Ohio State or for Nebraska, you should probably be in, you know, Heisman discussions. And that's how you understand that, you know, they've had a good season and Nebraska's is doing well or Ohio State's doing well. But at the same time, I mean, he had the best wide receiver in college football. Their offensive line was not the same Ohio state that it has been their defense, not the same Ohio state that it normally is. So, you know, working with what he had again, he had five stars and four stars all across, but it wasn't the same kind of Ohio state. And like you said, he's not CJ Stroud. He's not Justin Fields. He's not those guys who are, are deadly accurate and can also, you know, beat you with their legs. He's not much of a runner, but he is very accurate and a very good passer. But that, one aspect of the game kind of took things out for Ohio state. And that's why maybe his stats weren't the same as the two quarterbacks who preceded him. But again, still a very solid season from Kyle McCord. It's almost like the, the kind of response that I have is why does Kyle McCord transfer? Like there, that's why I think personally, this is my own thought that there's something deeper going on at Ohio state. There there's been, I think 14 or uh, let me let me get the official number here. 14 mm-hmm. departures from Ohio State, and, and those vary from quarterbacks, couple running backs, Julian Fleming, obviously, who's one that Husker fans kind of keep their eyes on, uh, a couple defensive backs, four defensive backs to be specific. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Like, I look at that as, all right, those are numbers. The 14 departures are numbers similar to places that are going through coaching changes. Right. New head coach comes in and 20 guys move on and leave the portal. Um, I get that there isn't like the security of having the starting job at Ohio State. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if there was a ton of security in Kyle McCord having the starting job this year at Ohio State either. Um, Now, now going forward, right, they're bringing in that Aaron Nolan recruit. They have Devin Brown, who wears number 33 as a quarterback. They have Lincoln Kineholtz who was uh, from a high school in South Dakota, a high four-star guy coming out of high school uh, that is now on the roster as well. And they're pursuing some through the transfer portal, some of the big ones, just kind of feeling it out, testing the waters um, to see if they can land a guy like a, a Will Howard or a, or not, maybe not Will Howard, but a, a Cam Ward or, or such. So they're Kyle, looking for a more athletic quarterback. Yeah, Kyle McCord doesn't necessarily run. So that that provides an interesting piece to it. 
which for that's Nebraska the, yeah, fans, like that's but... the only thing that is that is probably uh, well, not the only thing. There's a lot of other things probably, but to me, that's one of the main reasons where Comacord maybe they're they're telling him like, look, we just want a more athletic quarterback. We've we've been able to do all of these great things with quarterbacks who can run and pass. Um, whereas you're just a passer, we understand that your statistics and what you've done for us, we really appreciate it, but we want somebody who can do both. And as a quarterback, you know your limitations, and it's not like he's going to go out there and run for, you know, a 1,000 yards in a season. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go somewhere where they're going to utilize my strengths and not try to have me do something that I can't do or be somewhere where I'm not really going to get a chance because I can't do what they want. It's totally understandable, and it's it's strange just to see the 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 negative talk on Common Core just because he's transferring from Ohio State, and maybe Nebraska might be one of his landing spots. Yeah, once again, it's weird that that he would, like I said, more transfer out rather than it's not a case of why would you come here. It's more of a why would you leave there. Well, you um, would understand if if they're just saying, hey, like. We appreciate I don't it, but competitor, you're not competitive piece in you. Or it's if like, they're saying like, "Hey, we want somebody who can run and pass," and you're not a that's runner. All, that, that's not official. I, I don't it's, know. It's but not I think, official, but I'm just saying if that so, is the yeah, thing, it's a, it's a hypothetical situation. Um, I I don't know, but so once again, so Kyle McCord obviously on his way to to Nebraska if he's not already here, uh, getting ready to get that 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 visit started. Uh, Julian Fleming, obviously another guy that Nebraska has their eye on that on three reported that he'll get a visit to Nebraska in this week at some point. Uh, But back to the case, I mean, the dominoes are starting to kind of fall with other quarterbacks in places. Sam Levitt, who was the other kind of Husker target that they had talked to. And I know Sip said it earlier this morning on the show um, that they hadn't necessarily called as called back as of last week. And, and Bill uh, said, you know, listen, when, during this time, if you're not getting just, you know, not getting calls for about three days or so, and they're not returning calls, things have kind of moved on and they're on to somebody else. So I think that's something to watch. Like I said, there's probably some names that, and actually I, I would assume that there's probably some names out there in terms of maybe high school guys that they're, that they're trying to, trying to flip at whatever position. I think there's probably some names that they're trying to get and just kind of, once again, test the waters and see if, if they can uh, catch something, uh, over the next couple of days and couple of weeks before early signing day, uh, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday, December 20th, mm-hmm. is the first period of the open signing day. So uh, definitely definitely going to be a busy and, and stressful couple of days, I would assume. But this is a big part now because Nebraska is going to get basically the bulk of their class, if not the entire thing, signed by that early signing day. Um, so going forward here, then they'll probably leave open a couple spots like staffs usually do after January and after the new year to, uh, you know, see if there's any late entries into the portal. Mm-hmm. So at this point, Nebraska, only four scholarship portal entries. Uh, and, and those are obviously, you know, smaller numbers in the Big Ten Conference. So something that I guess Nebraska can hang their hat on. Is that going to be the case every year? Um, probably not. But, you know, as as. Nebraska continues to get uh, improvement and development in their roster. Maybe a couple of the guys do believe in, in Matt rules vision and more maybe than, than usual because they saw a five and seven team this year who had an opportunity to win four games at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, the smaller entries into the portal does give you, you know, some confidence moving forward, but at the same, you know, just kind of looking at the other side of the coin, and I don't know the numbers for sure, but 
if Nebraska is finding a, themselves in a situation like they were at last year where they're over on scholarships, again, you appreciate the guys who who want to be around and want to, to be here and, and see the vision that Matt Rule has and go forward with it for mm-hmm. Nebraska. But at a certain point, you're going to have to make room for some of the guys that you want to bring in, whether that be all of the freshmen that you're bringing in or some more people out of the transfer portal. So although it is encouraging to see, you know, only four guys enter, you're probably going to have more going in as the, as the year goes was the new year starts. As we say that uh, Nebraska has now had their fifth entry into the transfer portal. There we go. And it's in the form of quarterback Jeff Sims. Jeff Sims is officially in the transfer portal. There it is. Uh, that's reported by on three as well as our, as our guy, Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska have uh, reported that. So Jeff Sims officially in the transfer portal. I know there's a lot of reports like over the weekend about Miami and, and other things going on. Um, all those are obviously fake because at that point, Jeff Sims was not in the portal. So uh, now, though, Jeff Sims officially in the transfer portal uh, guy, obviously, that struggled just a little bit this year, uh, completed just 59 percent of his throws. He only completed or excuse me, threw 47 passes all season long for 282 yards and one passing touchdown. He threw six interceptions in the three games that he attempted a pass. Uh, as that dual threat guy, he rushed for 189 yards and one touchdown as well. That um, long run at Colorado. Yeah, you would. I mean, you would understand Matt Rule and company. Not necessarily the season that they probably envisioned Jeff Sims having. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but once again, off the field, somebody that Nebraska fans really gravitated towards because we did hear time and time again about how good of a teammate. He was, you saw it on the sidelines when, whether Heiner Carberg was the quarterback or towards the tail end of the season when, uh, when uh, Chubba Purdy was in there under center, a, a guy that, that celebrated with them from the sideline as well. And so, uh, and, and once again, just a, a struggle bus of a season for, for Jeff yeah. Sims, who's now officially in the portal. I mean, it sucks. And it obviously not the season that he wanted, or the season that Matt Rule and company wanted from Jeff Sims when they brought him out of the portal last, last offseason. But, you know, he is a guy, like you mentioned, that that all the players gravitated towards and was a really, I, I would say, a really well-liked guy on the team. I mean, he was the one they took to Big Ten Media Days. He got a single-digit mm-hmm. number. He started the season as the starting quarterback. And like you said, on the sidelines, even after he lost his job, and, and you know, you hear all of the negativity from the fans about if he goes back in the game, then they've given up and all of these crazy things that people are saying. He's still over there on the sideline with a smile on his face, congratulating Heinrich Harburg and Chubba Purdy, who are guys that took his spot. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's the older statesman in the room, and he's the guy that transferred in to, to be that guy. And even with all of that, he's still out there being an amazing teammate. So, yeah. you know, you, you wish Jeff Sims the best and that he finds a spot that that utilizes his skill set uh, to the umpteenth degree. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, uh, 402-464-5685. It's time to talk a little Husker volleyball. They They – made a little bit of news today and in a big way this yes. is this was something i was not i was surprised to see it I'll, I'll say it i'm surprised to see it and it kind of clears the the path of all right what's going to happen in the future of nebraska volleyball right um we'll talk about that and more as we'll we'll break down not only the sweet 16 but also the elite eight and then uh what we can look forward to from the final four in tampa that dp and Rico are, are going to be in attendance for in the good old Tampa Bay. 
you know, make your way over to Tropicana Field, see the race? I thought about it. You know, we're leaving Wednesday. I don't there. So the so the Bucks are out of oh out. They're at an away game. I don't know when they leave. Okay. I was going to see if I could hit up our good old friend Trey Palmer, see what he was up oh, to. Oh, there you go. Perfect. There you go. He met up with Casey Thompson yesterday. He did. So there it is. All right, let's take a break. We talk Husker volleyball and uh, kind of talk about the breaking news as uh, Nebraska is going to be holding on to a couple assistant coaches for a little bit longer. We'll break all that down coming up next on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.